You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys here? Come on! Hey, thank you. It was so awesome to see the drums and guitars. It's awesome. It's encouraging to see the music going. I'm going to try to, this, this thing kind of gets in the way here, so I'm going to, oh, this is like, no wonder Steve moved it like it was a, a piece of paper. Not me. No. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, we'll see. That's, that's fine. That's okay. We don't need, no, that's okay. That's okay, Steve. No, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm, it, <laughs> Well, you know, I'm encouraged to be here. Um, for you guys who don't know me, uh, I, some of you, you do, some might not. Uh, my name is Sergio Polito. My wife and I get to lead the Spanish ministry uh, in Long Beach. And uh, it's, been, uh, it's been awesome to be leading now the Spanish ministry for eight years. And uh, really, God allowing me to do that has been a blessing uh, it's my wife, my little daughter, myself, that's our little family, uh, and uh, it's just been encouraging to be able to be a part of the South region, or sorry, coastal L.A., little little fastback, little, yeah, uh, coastal L.A., and it's been just uh, encouraging and a blessing, and obviously now having another Spanish ministry in the West, where uh, the Chaires get to lead El Mensaje. And so just encouraging uh, to be here with the singles. I feel encouraged just to be able to preach in English. Uh, you know, I have to preach now every Sunday, every Sunday in Spanish. And so when I get to preach in English, it's, it's just a little more fun. Uh, I get to really just express myself. And uh, I grew up here. I grew up in, I was born in Compton. So, uh, I, you know, I'm a local CPT boy. Uh, and uh, it's just awesome to be able to be here together with the singles. To give you a little bit of my background, um, I was converted 18 years ago. And uh, I came into, my first ministry was the singles. Uh, and before that, though, I was married in the world. And that only lasted about six years. And let me tell you something. Don't go do it out there that way. It's horrible, it's ugly, it's challenging. Uh, you think it's challenging the times in the kingdom? That's nothing compared to trying to do it on your own. Uh, after six years of marriage, I was looking for God. And uh, I knew I could not do this again on my own. I knew I could not look to uh, another marriage, maybe possibly another relationship, because it was just so detrimental that I said, this is hard. So I decided to look for God, and thank goodness my brother, Art Polito, was already a disciple. And you know, when you have those relationships with brother and sister, and some of them just don't go very well, you know, me and my brother kind of, you go your way, I go mine. Well, all of a sudden, my brother's giving me hugs. I was like, wow, something new about him, something different. And then he says, hey, you want to go to church? I'm like, oh, now he's inviting me to church. And so I decided to go, long story short, two services, almost broken ankle, and then I said, I have time now to study the Bible. Uh, so I studied the Bible, got converted about two weeks later. Uh, Mike Sanicola, uh, 
the Pinedas and my brother baptized me, and my life changed ever since. And it's so encouraging because that's only by the grace of God that I am here. And then after that, you know, I had to go through sort of the whole paperwork, divorce, the wife, the ex-wife never wanted to become a disciple. So I had to, you know, okay, well, let's see what happens. And so for two years, no papers. So I was in the singles ministry for two years, not going on dates, not getting to know other sisters. At times I just wanted to wear a sign that said, please don't ask me on a date. I'm still married. Because I had to say no. Two years after that, finally uh, got uh, divorced, started going on dates. The singles ministry is awesome. Guys, you got to enjoy this time. It's so encouraging. You get to make friendships for life. You get to make, you know, just incredible friends that are going to be there. And then you get to grow up together in the kingdom. Later on, get married. Later on, have kids. Later on, be in the ministry, whatever it is, but God has great plans for you. And for me, that was just encouraging to have the singles ministry. I'm going to have to get him a stand because uh, we're trying to record the message and he's all over the place with the microphone. So I'm going to need you to put it in the stand here and I'll get you a... Uh... No, it's good. I feel, I'll feel confined, but I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so that was my journey through becoming a disciple and then being in the singles ministry for four years. And I'm telling you, it was the greatest time of my life. And really seeing God just allow me to be humble, trust God. Uh, really go to God and let God do what he needed to do. And it was just an incredible time for me. So all i got to tell you is enjoy the singles ministry. It is a fun time. It is an incredible time. And I know that if you uh, just enjoy it to what God wants you to enjoy, it, it's going to be awesome. Amen? Amen. Well, today the lesson for today is prepare to serve. And I know Steve did an incredible lesson last week. Uh, we feel encouraged to be back in the mix with the singles. And uh, it was just great to hear that lesson on just sharing what God has done for your life and, and, and sharing your faith and just how God can use that powerfully. And today we're going to talk about being prepared to serve. And when you think of prepare to serve, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? What's that? Kids kingdom, Okay. Work. Using your talents. Parenting, yeah. Sacrificing, said at the same time. Sacrificing. Preparing to serve is preparing to give of yourself. It's preparing to see what God can do with a group of people and do incredible things together. I found this quote by Antoine de Saint. And it says, if you want to build a ship, don't drum up people to collect wood and don't assign them tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. 
When you think about serving, if you put it together with serving God, with serving God's kingdom, when you think about what it can do for your life in the long term, you go, okay, I can serve. It's not just collecting wood, collecting a bunch of different things, but it's looking at what God can do when we serve. It's how God can use us. It's, it's what God can do. In reality, and that's what it's about when you become a disciple. When you become a Christian, it's not just you being a servant and that's it. But it's what God can do collectively as we serve in God's kingdom. So my first point for tonight, say disciple is a servant. And we're going to start tonight in Philippians 2. I think a lot of us know the scripture. Oh, the thing went way too fast. Can you go back to the... Are you in the beginning? No. This thing's a little delayed. Is that normal, Steve? Yeah, don't talk to me about technology. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go a little... All right, here we go. I'll just, I'll just be a little patient. Okay, Philippians 2, 1, 8. Philippians 2, 1, 8. It says, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit... If any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing of, out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. That is a challenging scripture. I mean, it goes against totally what our human nature is, which is ourselves. But, you know, it takes me back when we've all said, Jesus is Lord. When you say Jesus is Lord, you're saying he's Lord of my life. He rules now, not me. And I think at times we just forget those words that we said, Jesus is Lord. And, you know, it reminds me of when we drive. It's like being in a car and and at some point Jesus came into our lives and we're driving and, okay, Jesus, you can come in in the car and sit there, but don't take over the wheel. I got it. You know, some of us can't be, we can't be in the back seat because we want to be in the front seat. We want to be, see what's going on. And at times we just, it's hard to let go. And we don't let Jesus take the wheel. Because we still want to go where we want to go. And we can say, okay, Jesus, you can be in the car, you can be in the side seat, in the back seat. Some people would even put Jesus in the trunk. Yeah, I know about Jesus, he's here somewhere. But he's not really anymore Lord of your life. 
Some of us still want to take the wheel from Jesus and tell him where we want to go and what we want to do. He is the king of kings in our life. See, if we begin to stray away from that, that's scary. Because what that means is we're saying, it's okay, Jesus. I kind of want to go back to how I was. I want to go back to how things were. And you know, it starts with, it says in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. See, serving is liberating. It's not like a prison. See, when I don't feel like serving, it teaches me to be obedient. You know what? I better get up and serve. And you know where that's the hardest? When I'm at home with mom, when we go visit family. Just kind of want to go back into that same, oh, hey, I just want to sit down and let mom come and serve me and bring me my soda and my food and not get up. Nobody can relate, right? (laughs) But then all of a sudden you realize, I should probably get up. You know, or, or when you're in a meeting and everybody's moving around and you're the only one sitting down and you're going, this doesn't feel right. I better get up and help. It teaches me to be obedient. Because the Bible tells me to be in the interest of others. I see others serve and it teaches me humility. Man, I appreciate when I see brothers after 10, 15, 20 years and they're still, here's a chair, bro. Let me open the door for you, bro. How can I help you? It's, it's amazing. It's encouraging. It's inspiring to see that within brothers and sisters. You know, I'm less discouraged because of world events because I'm a disciple. Yes. Biggest misery is to have is not being able to serve. I'm less discouraged when I'm serving. You know, and I think of the quote that I think we all know, have heard this quote of Martin Luther King. It says, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. All we need is a heart. What gets you down from seeing others better than yourself? What discourages you from seeing the needs of others and only your own? What stops us from serving? What stops us from serving? Bitterness. Bitterness. What else? Pride. Being comfortable. Laziness. Insecurity. What was that? Not interested in serving. Okay. Just not engaged. Laziness. Fear. Selfishness. Lack of love. Stops us from serving. You know, as, as a single, now for me, like I said, I was forced, in a sense, for two years of not being able to go on dates, not being able to encourage the sisters But I was known as a babysitter for the singles ministry. I couldn't do anything else. So I said, hey, I'll babysit. I'll watch your kids. 
But, you know, I was always encouraged to build friendship with these kids. And then I had kids that later on I still know because I spent time with them. Matt is one of them. I used, to, I used to hang out with Matt. Isn't that right, Matt? We became friends. Why? Because I had time. But I said, if I don't serve, where am I going to be? If I don't serve, what am I going to get into? I was more afraid of that. I said, I need to serve. Brothers, take your sisters out on dates. Take your sisters out on dates. They need to be encouraged. They need to be told, you're, an aw- you're awesome. They need to be told, I appreciate you. Am I right, sisters? And you know what, brothers? Let me tell you something. It doesn't, you don't have to spend all kinds of money. My, one of my most memorable dates was taken at the time, only my sister in Christ, now my wife, was going to Starbucks, get some hot chocolate, go to the airport where you see the planes taking off, having great conversations, prayer time, and just enjoying the time together and building friendships. That only took about five bucks. I think Star Wars was cheaper then, so it was probably three bucks. I don't know, bro. They might, maybe they didn't like it. It doesn't take much, brothers, to encourage the sisters. Sisters, it's okay. You can take out a brother. Amen? You can encourage them as well. Guys, we have the opportunity. Let me, let me, let's, let me help you understand this, because to me, this is huge. In the world, you might date one or two people, and then it's a disaster. In the kingdom, you can go on dates with a bunch of different people, get to know them, build friendships, and they last for a lifetime. Because it's in Christ, and you protect each other and just building a friendship. Don't miss out on that opportunity. Don't worry about, oh, she's not my interest. Oh, well, I don't know, she's not my type. Oh, just do it. Just encourage. It's not about you. It's about encouraging them. And that's really easy to do, right? Just, well, I don't know. It's really about encouraging them. And not encouraging yourself. Trust me, you'll be encouraged. But the focus is encouraging and serving somebody else, and you will be encouraged. Brothers, if you have a talent, you know, some of us marries don't, we're not good with cars. If you're a mechanic, help a brother out, help a married out. We need help too. At times, some of you guys are very handy, some of us are not. We barely use a hammer and a nail, or let alone a drill. We need each other. Marrieds, singles, teens, we all need each other. Sisters, if you have a talent, whether it be cooking, sewing, dancing, I don't know what it is. Somebody out there needs you. One of the married sisters needs you. Trust me. 
The great part about it is you get to build friendships. The great part about it is you're serving one another and you're growing in Christ. We need to do a better job of following our Lord and serving one another. Amen? Consider others better than yourself. Consider others better than yourself. That takes work. It takes prayer. But we can do it if our focus is Jesus and not ourselves. Amen? Point number two, joy in serving others. You know, there's a great joy in serving others. There's a great joy in somebody saying thank you. There's a great joy in somebody just being grateful for what you're giving. Let's go to Matthew 20, 20. Matthew 20, 20. Can't get in the hang of this clicker. Matthew 20, 20 to verse 28. Love, love the mamas here stepping in. It says, And the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right hand or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their high officials exercised authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be the first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. In your vision, in life, is to be recognized, you'll be going at it alone. If that's your vision. You know, you don't do it You don't do it to see who's watching. You do it because it pleases God when you serve. You don't do it because you will get praise. You do it because it helps your heart. You don't do it because you will be rewarded. You do it because you are helping others. And you know, I know I can't serve unless I'm praying to God. Unless I'm reading the scriptures. Unless I'm going to God and saying, Lord, help me to give more of myself. Because my nature is to be about me. But if my focus is God, when your focus is God, you protect your heart from this world. See, when I'm not focused on serving others, I start to focus on myself. Well, God, why why am I not six feet tall? Well, God, why can't I be, you know, 160 pounds, God? God, why can't I be just more elaborate 
Incredible speaker, God. God, why can't I have the house I've always wanted? And we start focusing on us. Why can't I? Why can't we? Why can't? And it just becomes about you. When I'm not focused on God, I'm insecure. I start looking at all the things that don't look good about me. Because I'm not focused on God. And I'm not focused on helping someone else. You know what helps a lot of us? You know what will help you if you just do this and you realize, okay, God will help me out? Just get into a Bible study. Get into a Bible study. Man, you get into a Bible study, you start going, whoa, I remember when I was like that. Or you read the scripture, you go, oh my goodness, I'm not doing that. I better repent. Because then you start telling the person, you know, you need to read your Bible every day. And you're like, dang, I haven't read my Bible every day. You know, you, you start kind of challenging the Lord. The, the, the Word just starts challenging you because you start realizing, man, this is what I need. And you hear people out in the world struggling, wrestling, relationships, hurt, just disaster. Because all their focus is on each other, themselves, and not God. You want to be encouraged? You want to get excited? Go serve the poor. You know, I got to go on a medical brigade uh, this past month. Uh, Paula got to go with us as well. And, you know, when you go serve, you just come back just so much more grateful, especially in another country. You're going, I have so much. I have so much to give. I've been given so much, just the basis, because being able to go get some ibuprofen at the store, that's something they can't even get because it's so expensive. They're about to spend three, four, five dollars on something when that's their weekly wage. You get reminded. You see the scriptures come alive. Wow, this is God. You know, get involved in your Wednesday and Sunday service. It was so encouraging to see a bunch of you guys up here today. Where the last few weeks I was like, man, there's only like one person up there. Poor brother. Amen, brother. That's awesome. But we just need everybody to come together and say, this is what I can do. Let me do my part. I might not be the greatest singer, but I'm up there. We need each other just to do a great service to worship God. We need every single part to be active in it. Because you know who sees that? The people that come into your service. We always need people with a heart to serve. You might not be the most talented. You might not have the greatest gift. But if your heart is to serve, God can use you. God can use each and every one of us. I never thought I'd be in the ministry. That was a dream of mine. I'm not a graduate, I don't have a degree. I went to college. I probably can, if I work all the colleges I went to, I might be able to get an associate's degree put together there somewhere. I was very shy. I didn't want to speak Spanish when I was working at Home Depot for the last 15 years. I know. It's very sad, bro. ¿Hablas español? No. And then you hear them go, Ese parece mexicano. Like, hey, 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 what are you talking? Hey. 
I understand you. But what did it take for me to go to a celebration of Guatemala about 20 years ago? I went there, went to their celebration. I came back and I said, I want to be in a mission team. I want to speak. I want to speak Spanish. I want to need to learn Spanish. I need to get better at this. And it was just a desire to serve. It took 10 years, but God put me in the ministry. And then you start going, oh, I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm too that. But God said, no, now it's the right time. Now you're humble, hopefully. <laughs> Continue to be humble. Yeah, allure. It just takes time. At times, it's us that hold back God's blessings. It's not God. It's us. Guys, we should have a whole choir up here singing and leading us to song every Wednesday. We should. It should be packed up here. Just We want to sing. We want to help everybody out. You know, at the end of the day, there's always a need for a sound guy. There's always a need for a tech guy, a video guy, an audio guy, a web guy. And when I mean guy, I mean guy or girl. It doesn't matter. Invest in being an impact to this generation and the one to come. And it's amazing what you can do, what you've learned, and what you can teach somebody else, and what it does. It's amazing right now that I'm seeing, uh, and I'm, I'm sure most of the churches can share this. We had a, a, a kid who, I mean, a kid, because he's young now. I mean, I'm 44, so he's a kid. He's probably 27. And he comes into church and he says, hey, I found you guys on the Internet, and uh, I, I'm just glad I'm here, and thank you for the lesson that you gave, and and I go, how, how did you get here? How did? He goes, you know what? My parents brought me here when I was nine years old. He goes, and I was so impacted by Kids Kingdom and the church, and that's why I'm back. And I've been married for two months, and I need help. <laughs> I'm sure he does. We all need help. But it was people serving in Kids Kingdom. It was people just giving their time. I'm sure just say hi to him, just talk to him, tell him a little bit about the Bible. You don't have to know much except for just the heart to serve and to give. And God will use that. Get out of the prison of self. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm not stuck with me. You remember what it was being stuck with yourself before the Lord. It gets scary. When you're stuck and you're on your own. I'm going to leave you with this scripture. Okay. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not at your own understanding. You know, I'm so glad that the times that I hit hard times or difficult times or low times, I said, okay, God, just help me out. But don't stop coming to church. Don't stop coming to your devils. Don't stop coming to Sunday. Just trust in God. He will work it out. 
says, in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And how easily we could be wise in our own eyes, right? Fear the Lord and shun evil. I'll leave you with this. Do you remember the day you said, Jesus is Lord? Remember that day. Remember those words. Remember what it meant that day. Go back to that. When you wanted to save the world. Let's go back to that. That heart. Do you remember the life God saved you from? What is stopping you today from serving wholeheartedly? What is it? Only you know that. At times we've been hurt. At times we've said something wrong. At times we've been told things, whatever. Go apologize. Go get input. Go get help. But don't stop serving God wholeheartedly. That is what will keep you close to God. And make God your focus. You will find joy when you make God your focus. Who's heard of the acronym of joy? What is joy? That's it. Jesus, others, and yourself. Joy. Do that. Make that the focus. You will find joy in Jesus. Singles, you guys are awesome. You're in a great place. God knows what he's doing. Trust in him. But let's just serve. Let's be an incredible ministry of serving. And I know that God is going to bless it in incredible ways. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. You've just listened to the Elevate Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.